Hey everyone, and welcome to the Pondering Podcast. My name is Michelle, and thank you for tuning in today. I hope everyone out there is doing well. So the topic this week was, if your stepchild goes back and forth between two homes, do you have issues with very different rules and or expectations at the other home? If so, how has this affected you and your home life? So I got a ton of feedback on this issue. This is a big issue. <laughs> it really is. Um, so I'm just going to dive right in and I'm going to read the first comment, which was from Vane193. And she says, the only thing we expect from my stepkids at the other home is to be respectful and kind and also to bathe and brush teeth. We parallel parent, so whatever happens at the other house is not our problem and vice versa. Um, so it looks like they just stick to the basics as far as their expectations at the other home, behave, take care of personal hygiene. Um, and then Donna followed up with a comment saying, I feel that as a stepmother, you may need to be mindful of your stepchildren feeling like you have issues with their other home. Children shouldn't feel like you're insulting their mother by drawing comparisons. Don't compare. Be the other wonderful women in their lives. Uh, thank you for that, both of you ladies. And yes, uh, comparison can indeed be the thief of joy. And I think that there are so many of us stepmoms who are trying very hard to rise above the drama and the chaos while attempting to stay in our own lane, so to speak, and sort of quietly cultivate our own sense of identity in our stepchildren's lives and create a household that's truly our own. Um, it is very difficult. It is definitely easier said than done. And then I got a comment here from, I think it's Ali Vasa or Ali Vaca. She says, yes, their mom's house is the total opposite of us. We have rules and expectations as well as sometimes consequences. And I feel that it can definitely make us look like the bad guys since back at their mom's, it's the total opposite. We work for the things we want in our house. So yes, I feel it definitely makes it harder on the kids and on us and our household. Thank you very much for this. And yes, when one home promotes chores and responsibilities, while the other home may not, it can send mixed messages to the kids and it can cause mass confusion when they're going back and forth. And Kelsorn19 echoes this, saying um, their home is the sorry, absolute opposite. It's rough because we have rules, expectations, chores, and more. The other home does not. 
it's hard to teach kids to grow up as functional, kind, and responsible adults when at their other home, it's not presented in that way. So yeah, another stepmom who is frustrated with the lack of responsibility or rules at the biological mom's home and describing how it's making things more difficult for her as a stepmom in her own home to impose those rules. And I have a comment here from Tracy. Thank you, Tracy. She says, our other house is absolutely the polar opposite of our home. Where we try to raise our children with purpose, the other house does not. Responsibility, accountability, manners, and even self-respect run short. With this, as the not the mom, I've learned to walk through with as much finesse as possible. Positive reinforcements and keeping the nagging at bay is a huge tool to learn. As an intentional stepmom, I have to make the choice every day to show love. A type of love, I might add, that when the youngest is embraced in my hug, he cries. The dynamic of the houses are incredibly different to a debilitating level. But what? Can, but what's the only thing you can control? Yourself. It's a process, but we're here for a reason, right? Yes, and thank you, Tracy. And I love how she says intentional stepmom. It's fabulous. And yes, I think at some point we realize that the only thing we can control is ourselves. And we can control what's right in front of us in the moment. Uh, We can try and control the drama that's coming at us. Um, We can try to control the chaos. But the only thing that that's going to do is drain you on every level. And sometimes it takes years to let go of trying to control all this stuff. I know from experience. So thank you for your comment, Tracy. I love everything that you said. Always love your comments. So now I'm going to hop on over to the Pondering Nooks Facebook page and read a comment here from Chelsea. She says, yes, sometimes it can be hard because my stepson at times can take a day or two to adjust to our household. Overall, he actually does pretty well with knowing our rules and expectations. If, however, he is acting up, my husband will typically let my stepson get it out of his system and then have a talk with him about it. It can be stressful at times, but we try to remind ourselves that he spends almost all of his time at his mom's and only every other weekend at our place. So of course he's going to have weekends where he just can't switch into our house structure and rules. And after reading all the comments from the stepmoms that commented, the most common theme almost every stepmom expressed was that the most challenging thing was coping with the transition for the stepkids between the two homes. 
I mean, it's already difficult enough for children to adjust to change, much less adjusting to switching between different households and different rules. Um, and there were a few other stepmoms who responded to Chelsea's comment, expressing a frustration with how different the rules and expectations are at each home. Uh, Sherry commented, yes, we struggle with this. I have two bio kids and two stepkids. Stepkids often have different rules at mom's, which makes it challenging to set and enforce here without, fe without feeling so torn. Then my kids are like W2H. It's really a no-win situation that we haven't found consistent strategies to deal with. Um, yeah, it's like you, it's hard to enforce rules when the children are not there all the time. It's so hard. Sometimes it can feel like you work so diligently getting everyone in the home on the same page and into a healthy routine, only to feel like it all gets sabotaged as soon as they go to the other parent's home. I know what that feels like. And it can be a little bit like Groundhog Day over and over again, trying to lay down the same rules that you feel like you've already done a hundred times. Um, Sydney commented as well, saying, absolutely. My bonus kiddos have an alternating seven-day schedule at each home. They come home to our house with stories of how they trash each other's things, talk back to their mom, and think it's hilarious how mom yells at them and won't listen to them and how the mom tells them I'm fat, etc. They come here and surprisingly fall into routine without too much trouble. Our transition time is Friday evening at 6 p.m., so we eat dinner and hang for a bit, get the little girls down for bed, and then get the big kids to let the big kids stay up and watch a movie before going to bed. The next morning, they wake up, they're helpful, they do their chores, etc. We have had talks with them about why their behavior is so drastically different at their mom's house. The short answer they know they would never get away with it here. Our question to them is, why would you change your behavior when you go to your mom's house? We know you know how to behave with respect. Their answer to that, our mom isn't respectful to us. She yells at us about everything and blames us for everything our little siblings do, and we have to clean it all up. In the end, it saddens me that I know that when they are here with us, they are exceptional kids. Yes, they have their moments. They are nine and a half and 11. So they're hitting those pesky preteen hormones. But for the most part, they are great kids. I just hate to think that they are so completely different for their mom and that they aren't my super helpful and respectful bonus kiddies, kiddos all the time. Yeah, um, oftentimes kids will return from the other home with these wild stories about the other biological parent, you know, what they say, how it is over there, what they can get away with. And a lot of these stories are true and sometimes they're enhanced and it's hard to tell a lot of the time. 
there's often a lot of comparison going on and children are smart, especially the older ones. And they may try to say that rules are lax at the other home in order to try and manipulate the rules at the more strict home, or they, you know, may just not respect the other parent as much. Um, the best thing to do is really try not to focus on the rhetoric coming back from the other home as excruciatingly difficult as that is, I know, and just try to focus on what you're trying to accomplish in your home because inevitably there's going to be back and forth. There's going to be the kids saying stuff or saying, you know, mom said this or said that and you know what, if you've got everything going in your home where they listen to you, they do what they're supposed to do, that's awesome. Um, unfortunately, there's not much you can do about the other home. So thank you very much for that comment. I really appreciate it, Sydney. And now I'm going to go to a quick break with an ad for Anchor, and I'll be right back. Okay, I am back and I'm pretty excited because it looks like I have an anonymous comment from a bio dad, which is very rare around this area. <laughs> he says, my wife and I hold a hard line with hygiene in our home. Their mother is very lax about it in her home. For example, in our house, teeth get brushed and bodies get bathed daily, no excuse. We cannot control what happens at their mother's home, but we have tried to educate them on the long-term effects of bad hygiene. We also try to make it fun, easy, and organized for them. We buy character toothbrushes and mouthwash. They use timer apps to monitor brushing. Each child has a hook with their name on it to hang up their own towel. We had to work hard to break the habit of sharing wet towels, but again, they didn't have the muscle memory. Bath sponges are color-coded per child. Wow, that is very organized. Um, thank you for that comment. Yeah, not being able to control what happens in the other home is such a huge frustration, especially if there's little to no communication between the two homes or if things are in a high conflict mode between the parents. Uh, seemingly simple things like brushing teeth or taking showers can become a massive issue if they're not followed through with at the other home. I remember during the worst years of the going back and forth days for our household, I literally wanted to run away sometimes over stuff like this. I remember dreading the transition so much because it could take up to three days sometimes for my stepchild to adjust to being in our home, which was a completely different environment than the other house. And then there was also the anticipation to the transition that was coming up that could be disruptive as well. So not only the coming back, but the gearing up to leave to go back to the other household can be an issue as well. Um, not only that, but we need to 
mention if you're a stepmom who has biological kids in the home as well, they're also dealing with the transition periods just as much as anyone else is. Um, I know my daughter, when she was very young, would always be confused as to where her brother was going and why he was going. Um, so yeah, it's difficult. So I'm going to read some more anonymous feedback. Okay. This stepmom says, our homes are night and day, or as my stepdaughter has said, heaven and hell. We tried in the beginning to at least sort of co-parent. We have no similarities at all. At BioMoms, she does not shower, watches 10 hours a day of YouTube, is up all hours of the night, and has no chores. Ours is still the preferred house because we do fun things together, and she actually likes having some boundaries. BioMoms' punishments include not speaking, to her spanking and forcing her at seven years old to watch an episode of Criminal Minds. We believe in logical or natural consequences and discuss behavior with her. We enforce discipline with an emphasis on gentle parenting. My husband and I discuss everything together and always present a unified or sorry, a united front. None of what we do is influenced in any way by Biomom. We do not communicate with Biomom about anything other than scheduling. Wow, again, more opposite households being described here. Thank you for your feedback. Um, I am finding it interesting that so many stepmoms are describing a more unorganized or less strict household situation at the biological mothers. And I think that may need to be a whole other show as to why this is. Um, I also do want to say that I do believe very much in children having structure and routine. And I happen to think that children prefer to have boundaries and structure. And I do think they're actually happier in that way. So just wanted to add my two cents there. Okay, the next comment says, my step-parent life is one constant transition. As my daughters grow, this is becoming more and more challenging. Practically, the impacts include accidentally forgetting things. I buy more of as many things as I can to lessen the impact. But some things are forgotten, which reminds me I need to order a charger for the Chromebook this weekend. Then navigating extracurriculars, playdates, and the constant need to seek information as it's not shared willingly. Emotionally, perhaps I should write my own blog on this. Yes, I think you should. I feel that they can't relax as they are always pending another transition. They become withdrawn. It takes a while for them to feel at ease in our home. Due to differing parenting styles, I assume we are much more relaxed, and I have been accused of being too positive compared to the mom. It must be exhausting for them and their developing brains. During the term school breaks, we have them week on, week off, and I observe a stark difference. 
I feel by day two, they are able to settle and relax into our home and it feels far more enjoyable. Everyone, kids included, are on board for changing our schedule, just not the bio mom. Thank you. And yes, again, the transition fat fatigue that so many of you are describing. It's very hard on everyone in the entire family and, of course, on the children very much so. Um, I could always tell a difference in my stepchild in the transition phases, you know, withdrawn and then sort of back to normal and then withdrawn again. And yeah, it was tough. Definitely. And the last comment that I am going to read here today says, in regards to your post about stepkids and different expectations, yes. We battle this constantly. We have 50-50 custody, and while his chores are similar in both homes, everything else is different. Stepson, who's nine, considers us the more strict house. He is allowed way more screen time at his mom's than here. That is also her way of distracting him if she needs time. He also gets everything under the sun here or there that he wants with barely any effort on his part. In our house, we believe screen time should be limited and want our kids to use their brains for creativity. Although some days there's more screen time than we usually allow. We also want our kids to have a work ethic and will not just give them something every week because it's the thing they want. When he comes home from his mom's, there's always a transition period and he fights us on limited screen time. He will intentionally be annoying and nagging in an attempt to get his way, or he will mope. He's old enough that we've talked to him about why we make these choices and explain how we are looking out for his future, but he is very entitled and sees it as being completely unfair. It's a battle every week. Luckily, my husband and I are on the same page and communicate well about these things. So we just keep chugging along and hoping that one day it will pay off. Thank you so much for this comment. I really appreciate it. From screen time to chores to respectful behavior to dealing with transition fatigue, going between two households is incredibly hard. Um, another great point to bring up here is that if you and your partner are not on the same page as far as household structure and rules, it can make everything worse. And it was a relief to hear from some stepmoms. Um, who mentioned how they are on the same page with their partners, which was great to hear. Um, in the end, the idea of simply bouncing back and forth between parents is not anything like it sounds. There are so many elements involved. I mean, there's forgotten items, missing items, laundry, uh, routine changes, uh, school schedules, chores, no chores. Um, <laughs> and at the end of the day, it's every single person in each household 
that a child or children are transitioning to and from who have to adjust themselves each and every time, including the child, of course. It affects everybody. And these kinds of situations really have no way of ever fixing themselves. Everyone just kind of deals with it the best way that they can for as long as they can. And, you know, I can see that there are some phenomenal stepmoms out there who are trying to be positive role models for their stepkids, no matter what's going on in the other home. And I really want to commend all of you because your hard work and your dedication matters. And I know that it often comes with a cost. And some days that cost is your sanity, no doubt. So please make the time to vent. We all need to vent and get this stuff off our chests. And that's what this podcast is really all about. And I hope that each and every one of you tells yourself at some point today that you are doing good work, even when nobody tells you that you are. I'm telling you right now. All right. Well, it is time for me to go. I thank you for tuning in, for being brave, and for sharing your experiences with me. I will be back next week. And on the next show, we are going to be talking about Mother's Day. Oh, yes. Can't wait for that. So, all right, everyone. I will talk to you next time. And as always, you can find me at www.theponderingnook.com. And I'll talk to you soon. All right. Have a good one. Bye.